My brothers and sisters, I'm Father Brian O'Brien, and I welcome you to another installment of Pastors of Pain, Pain County. Go Bokes. I'm here with uh, my co-host, my friend, my housemate, and we're soon to get a new house. Very exciting. His name is Father Kerry Wakulich. He's the pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center in here in Stillwater, Happy Sunday, Oklahoma. y'all. Uh, we're just living it up here. Um, it's been a great September. I know, Father Kerry, you've had uh, big, you know, big crowds, Bible studies. It's all starting. Football, lots tailgates, of people visiting, tailgates, parents um, coming to town. Yeah, you had like Dad's Day for all the sororities a couple weeks back. Homecomings coming up. Yes, uh, pumping. Ooh, oh, mm. we should do a whole show on pumping. And explain word. what pumping is for people who don't. Okay, uh, pumping. Pumping is they come up with a theme and then they draw the. This theme is like out. sororities. This and is fraternities. Greek life. Uh, and then they take chicken wire, and you take not uh, chickens, not chicken chickens, wire, chicken wire, and you take little squares of paper and a paintbrush, and you paint glue on the section of the chicken wire, and then you punch the paper through with a pencil that you rolled up. And if you're off by one, you get into it, and you're like, "Oh no, Start I got to redo over. this whole thing." So every college student, especially the freshmen, are required to do. Uh, every college student in Greek life is required to do time. Freshmen do about forty hours a week. Pumping. So, so they have class, and then they have 40 it's hours like, a week yeah, of pumping. It's like playing a Division One sport. I was going to play basketball, but I decided to pump. <laughs> so kidding. it takes Nobody their lives. Like oh, just like, I, I don't even know students. Some students don't go to school for like two and a half weeks. Get out. They don't do homework. This is an educational institution. Yeah, because they're here to pump and have fun. If I were their parents and was paying tuition... I would, oh, you get to say things like, I didn't pay for you to get up here and pomp. (laughs) So this is the disadvantages of being celibate priests, you know? We don't have kids. We don't get to say stuff like, I I will turn this car around. And like, I'm not paying for you to be up there pomping. (laughs) Anyway. Um, We, I've been been wanting to... Sorry. To do this episode, like, if you're gonna rant, rant about pumping <laughs> as a dad, I mean, how dad? It's just paper. We and could a start. We could start an organization, Dads Against Pumping. D A P. Anyway, um, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. So on if you pumping? don't know, no, no, no. <laughs> Be, so behind the scenes, a little, a little look into the show here. Behind the scenes, uh, we we made a conscious effort when we started this whole endeavor uh, seventy episodes ago or so. We were this was not going to be like a current events show where we like talk about the presidential election or we or talk football about, season or or even football season. We kind of just there's other avenues by which to get information. I don't want Vegas calling about, me and saying, "Golly, you got some about great predictions." OSU football. Yeah. Um, we wanted to find a way to speak to issues and theological topics between Sundays to uh-huh. reach our people. And then if we if we reach beyond our people, great. But really our goal is the students of Oklahoma State University, the people of Payne County, and then and you know and then anything beyond that is is uh like our last is, week the discussion on the hu- human the human life of immigrants. Yeah, that would apply. I mean, we talked about the, it, it related to Stillwater, but that would apply. You know, somebody somebody in Texas could listen to that and maybe get something out New of it. New York. Yeah. So this what I what I want to talk about today, and Father Kerry graciously agreed. 
I would like to talk about things our parishioners do that are annoying. Can I use names? We're not going to say names. What? I thought you told me I could use but names. Here, but here, and I say this, uh, I, I, I preface this with, by, by saying this. This is not like a ranty uh, episode. This is, these are things that I think maybe, I, this used to happen when I was a teacher or when I was like, when I was a, a school administrator, like during mass, I'd be at school. You know, we, so we would have mass at Bishop Kelly. We had a mass in the gym because our chapel all school se- mass chapel seated whatever two fifty nine and there's nine hundred plus yeah. students in the school plus teachers plus parents a thousand you know twelve hundred people at mass. And I'm up there, and we kind of would build this stage, and we so I'm up there during mass, and I'm trying to concentrate like on the readings. So I'm like looking at the lector, who's reading, but right behind the lector are like two kids that are talking. So. I don't stop the mass and say, hey, you ki- you know, you rascally kid, you know. <laughs> but after mass, I go and find those kids or I call them to my office. And I said, hey, why were you guys talking the whole mass? And they're like, what? And I say, why? You guys were talking like the whole time. <laughs> now, ideally, a teacher should see that and should do something about it kind of in that space. But they were like, you saw that? And the answer is, yes, <laughs> I saw that. So I think a lot of people think like during especially during mass that like priests just sort of like all senses just sort of get cut off and that we don't <laughs> notice, you know, anything. Uh, all school mass one time I was I was preaching. Uh, it was an All Saints feast day. And and I uh, and you know, I'm looking around at people and I'm looking them in the eyes and talking to them and I look up to my right and there's this young man named Josiah S. Well, for secrecy's sake, we'll just say Josiah oh, S. I love it. So Jay Siddiqui. Oh, dang it. I just oh, used his full name. we just outed him. Just that. So I look up, and Josiah Siddiqui, who's not Catholic, I can see this glow on his face. And so I didn't say anything, and I pan back around. And I said, and this was, I said, like, you know, saints do very simple things in their life. Like, they make the sign of the cross before they kick field goals, like Josiah Siddiqui. And I looked at him, and he looked up with this, like, just, like, grimacing you look on his You do that during homilies, though. You, like, name names. <laughs> and he looked up at me and shut off his phone that he was playing some race oh, car. he was game. on the phone? He was on his oh, phone playing. No. A, and I could see the glow oh. of the phone on his face. And everybody turned and looked at him. So I gave him a shot. Luckily, was, he's off. He's he's doing good things. Went yeah. to Vanderbilt. And yeah, he's, he's good. He's rocking it. Okay, so... So, uh, so, this, so, this so that I think this will be helpful to help people who are who are Catholic. And this will apply... Across the board. These are not just things that are like particular sort of peeves of mine or or Father Carey's. These are just things that we think our people should know about the way the church works. I'll preface this again by saying, I know that I can be annoying. Oh, let me list the ways. I realize that. Right, we all have like annoying things. I say this to people a lot in the confessional when they say, "Oh my gosh, I have this coworker, and they're oh, they're just, you know they're super annoying, and they try my patience." I, I I will usually say something like, "You know, you're that. You know how annoying your coworker is. You're that <laughs> annoying for some other coworker." Yeah, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I mean that's that's generally how this works." So I was leaving my office. To come over here to do this uh, podcast at yeah. PFM, and Taylor Uribe says, "Hey, Father O'Brien sent out a tweet and asking what are some annoying things that people do." 
And she's she says, oh, can I, 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 can I list all the annoying things that you do, Father? I'm like, Ouch. Like what? No, I, I don't do anything. Oh, she called me out one time because uh, around 2.45, she was a college student this time, and now she works for me in the development office. Around 2.45, I would go out and I would find students not like who are staff, who are working, who weren't doing anything. And I was like, okay, let's do some cleanups around here. Let's do this. And she looked at me and she had had enough of it. She was like, listen here, father, why don't you go take your three o'clock nap and rest up? And then when you're done rest after 25 minutes, you can come back and talk to us because right now you're annoying all of us. Oh, and I was like, hey, oh, no. okay. So I went into my office and I, like you I've been doing since I was 18 years old, I've been taking my three o'clock nap. And yeah, That's we all annoying. do. We all have annoying little. We do. We do. Uh, all of us. All right. So here, here is my here is my number one. Here is my number one. Uh, and we don't need to go into great detail. Uh, leaving mass early. <laughs> I am annoyed by that. Wait, why are you annoyed by? I'm leaving? annoyed because I I I don't understand it. I just I just don't get it. Now I get like okay, you're a doctor, and your pager goes off. Do people still have pagers? Me, me, uh, me, me. Uh, I get like you get a call. Oh my gosh, I'm at mass and my wife is having a baby. Okay, I get, I get that. I don't get like what the the the, the four minutes that this saves you. Um, I especially don't get it, and I'm super annoyed by people who do it with their kids. Oh, you know Philip Neary? So Saint Philip Neary, because who's that the, is a you, that is a it's a it is a straight up bad example. For your kids. Yeah. So St. Philip Neary. And everybody else. Go ahead. Father Philip Neary, now St. Philip Neary. Yep. When he was the, a priest in Rome, he people would leave Mass early, and he would send his acolytes out, because acolytos is to follow somebody yeah. in Greek. So he would send his acolytes out with torches and bells. Bec- and people would ask, what are you doing? He says... Well, you're currently a tabernacle walking oh, to the city the of Rome. You have the blessed you. sacrament in you. You have Jesus. You've eaten and drunk of him, That's and now hilarious. he's in your body. And so we want to make sure that everybody respects you. So they would carry torches through the streets it's like of Rome. Passive aggressive holiness. <laughs> so Saint Philip Neri would do it. It is. Uh, it is kind of annoying when people are just like, oh, they, they it, don't take yeah. the time after the I liturgy. Just, I'm, I'm discouraged by it. I'm discouraged by it. Okay, so that's one thing. Mm. That's one thing. Okay, let me give you let me give You, you got one? one? You got yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. please. I, I, I've always been able to set the mood in my churches, in my parish of... Slow of, jams. Of slow jams. And boom, boom, dance. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday night at St. John Catholic Student Center. Oh, yeah. I'm what, your DJ... What? MC Kerry Wakulich. We're so glad you're here. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's not what I'm talking about, about oh. setting the mood, but that is very close. Of just what happens at the end of Mass. You know, people, students want to pray. They always want to pray. There's students that are always staying around after, after Mass to just take quiet time. And so I get to set the mood by telling other students, hey, when you're leaving church, don't just stand around and just talk. Okay. About, okay. Yes, let me let me just keep yes, going. Let me, so am, don't please please don't stand around and talk because this is what's going on. These people are trying to take quiet time in prayer. They're trying to deepen their relationship with the Lord. This is their only time they have during the week or on Sunday to do this. So just like, can you leave in I silence? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Right Smelling now. what I'm stepping in, brother. I am. Oh, right uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Ain't no thing. Uh, so that this is. <laughs> what happened no, just now? Did no, we just turn into the, the 80s? The idea, yes. So 
when mass is over, there's two options. Go in peace and quiet. Stay stay in the church and pray. Um, An act of thanksgiving is very Mm -hmm. appropriate. Um, or, Or leave. And you don't have to leave the building. Just leave what we would call the nave. Leave the the church proper. Uh, I know at least at St. Francis Xavier, we like we have coffee and donuts and, donuts and fruit and like Bear I mean claws. after we don't we don't after the not after the Saturday night mass, but like go, go like you can hang out in the in the narthex, which is like our kind of our lobby. We would say you can hang out there for as long as you want. Go outside if the weather's nice. Go down in the parish hall. Go sit in the parish office. Do something, but right. just but get, take take your conversations out of the. Tr- it's it, it's rude. Uh, so this this first started really when I was living in Albany. Uh, you know, I'm growing in my faith. I just got out of the military. I was working for the state of New York, and there's actually right around uh, this was right around <laughs> se- uh, 9/11, September 11th, mm-hmm. when I was living in New York. And mass ends, and I like sit down to take some quiet time in prayer, and the whole place erupts into conversation. Yeah. And just like overwhelmed by what's going on. But I think at the heart of it is how are people deepening their relationship with Jesus? Yeah. You know, uh, it was um, uh, not Elizabeth of the Trinity, Teresa of Lezou. Teresa of Lezou says, those couple minutes after you've received Holy Communion, Jesus is in you. Mm-hmm. And so what you sh- what should one be doing? Taking heartfelt time to relax with the Lord and think on him. Yeah, just an act of gratitude and for this awesome gift yeah. which is your salvation right there. You've eaten and drunk of your salvation. Nice. Okay, so okay, I have another one. Oh. So uh when we Uh-oh. use incense. And you use incense more than me. I use we're it every gonna, Sunday. We're gonna use we're gonna use incense more at St. Francis Xavier once we get our servers uh taller? Uh, our servers are a, a small, small group of people. They are diminutive. I love them, but they are they are very small people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the uh, what happens a lot of times as soon as the incense like before it even it's not even lit. No incense has been put into the thurible, and <coughs> it's like this. It's like this mental like condition. I incensed that. the altar one time. <laughs> this was in a different parish, and I remember incensing the altar. And as I handed it back to the server, I'd forgotten to put incense in it, and people were coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't do that. I mean, incense. Inc- I get that some people are there's a there can be like allergies to it, mm-hmm. but don't overblow it. Don't be dramatic about it. Incense is awesome, and incense should be used more. And I mean, I'll say this right, Saint Francis Xavier, it, it's it's going to appear more in the future. Like, like burning need, incense, oh Lord, servers. let our prayers you need, rise you up to you. Need good servers, and so and we're and we're and we're getting there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another one. Can I do another one? I have another. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! And you, you also one? need to make sure that your fire alarm doesn't go off in the yeah, middle of mass anymore. Yeah, that's also true. It did Come go on, off dude. last year during uh, Christmas midnight, <laughs> midnight mass. <laughs> okay, so this is more of a practical one. Um, there are, I don't know the best word to like to describe them, but there are people who are who are just in and around the church all the time. Like me and you? No, 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 like parishioners. Oh, oh, okay. And they're wonderful. They're daily mass goers. They're volunteers. They're involved in programs. They come to lectures. And so they're just kind of around. They stop by the parish office. 
they're around and they're wonderful. They're wonderful. They're kind of, I mean, in many ways, kind of the backbone of, of the parish. Um, this Don't take this the wrong way, even though I, I think you're going to, because of the way I'm going to say it. And that is <laughs> right after Mass, right after Mass, I, I don't want to talk to you. Ouch. Not because I don't love you, but because you have, and this, again, this is going to sound sort of pretentious, and I don't mean it that way. Oh, it is. You have, you these folks, you have access to me all throughout the week. Meanwhile, what we're trying to do is we're trying to evangelize Payne County. And so we have all these other people that we only see on Sunday. Or complete strangers who just like, walked in the Or people who have just door. walked in off the street. I want to be... I want to be accessible for them. I want to meet them. Mm-hmm. I want to learn their name. I want to know their story. Uh, some people who want they want to go to confession. They want to be anointed. I want to give people the sacraments. People who are uh, asking for blessings. It's their birthday. They're going on a trip. They just you know I had a couple recently. They had a miscarriage. Um, they're hurting and, and and asking for the church's blessing. And but what happens a lot of times is. That's when a, a lot of people who, who are around a lot during the week kind of want to do business. And, it's, and I, just, I just want, just wait a little bit. Let me kind of clear this space with the people that I'm not going to see and may never even see again. And then let's, and then let's do business. Does that make sense? Am yeah. I overblowing that? No, no, I, I think you're right. Uh, they could, they could, they could meet with you six other days during the week. Yes, they could email you because they have your email address. Yes, they could call Some the office. Some of them have my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they could. They know where you're going to be because you have your times published throughout the week. And then Sunday is an opportunity for you to meet people expand who expand the circle. Yeah, meet people who are strangers, uh, like those uh, when I when you were a stranger when I welcomed you. When you're hungry, I fed you a donut. When you needed coffee, yeah, I pointed that's you to Jesus the parish hall. Had in mind, uh-huh. donuts. All those yeah. things. So the, yeah, those are uh, those are really great. I okay. This is this is one of mine. Yeah, <sighs> I'm so excited. What are you gonna? I have no idea what you're gonna say. You know how is this something re- just related to college students? This is just human. That's beings. everybody. Yeah, human human beings. beings. Here we go. Human beings. This is so okay. excited. There's this phrase. I feel it, so much better. There's it's this very phrase. Therapeutic. Oh, okay, that ahead. when people say it. Uh, uh what is it? Uh, I just like. I, I tense up. Oh, this is. And I start to like, I start to shake and get a little panic. I have no idea. They're like, and they say this Father, do you remember my name? Oh! Yeah, don't do yes. that. Yes. Yeah, don't do that. If, 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 I wish people would just greet me and they, because they expect me to know them because I, I met them at some event someplace in Tulsa five years ago. And they walk up like, hey, Father, what college? How's it going? And I have no idea who they are. And they, they look at me. Or you have a general. I mean, you if there's a familiarity the, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's sometimes like yeah. the brain will, like, if they approach, like, I can start to, like, <laughs> I can start to, like. I know you okay, from I, a particular location. Exactly. I can start figuring out things as they're approaching just by sizing them up and kind of going through my memory bank. But if they just show up and say, hey, Father, what coach, how's it going? I would like you to do this. I would be like, hi, Father Wakulich, my name is Ted Wojohowicz. I, we I met, met, I met we you met at the at, wedding yeah. at, at Tim and Carol's wedding five years ago. I did 17 weddings this year and met thousands of and people. And then you would say, oh, yeah. And, and then, I mean, yeah, no, when that happens to me, I know. Like that little reintroduction, uh-huh. where did we meet, a little context. 
so helpful. Yeah, it happened so one helpful. time on an airplane. This person said, hey, Father Kerry, nice to meet you. Or, no, nice to see you. And I'm like, I have no idea yeah. who this person is. I'm in Atlanta flying back to Oklahoma. And I just like blank stares like, yeah. nice to see you yeah. too. And then they said, we were just up at OSU yeah. three months ago. Yep. They filled in the blanks for me. I was like, ah. Oh. And this is like, I think, basic sort of decent manners, not just not just for priests, but for, for, for everybody. You know, that, that if there's any shadow of a doubt that the person doesn't know exactly who you are, then just reintroduce yourself. Break that, you know, break that. Ice. That's a good. That's a good yep. lesson, I think, for just for people in okay. general. But on the priest side, I mean, from our side, we we do we, in, in a very good way. We we see a lot of people, we meet a lot of people, but then we meet a lot of people in very different contexts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of have to. I mean, one way we have to, like in confession, for example, we compartmentalize that and we don't we don't repeat that. So there's, I mean, there's times when some, when you know you've 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 seen somebody in the confessional, and so their face is familiar. And they'll and they and they start sort of talking, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. I mean, your face is familiar, but just just reintroduce yourself. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can I another? You got one? another one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this happened. Um, this this happens when people uh, when a person will come up and say, hey, Father, um, I know you're busy, can, and they say, I know you're busy. I'm like, okay, one, I'm not busy because I'm hanging out with you right now. Yeah. Or they or they say, can I have five minutes, and then they take twenty. Yeah. And there's a phrase in Spanish, Father Samuel Perez, who's the pastor up in Miami, taught me. He said, the phrase is in Spanish. He says, when somebody starts talking, you just say, a grano, por favor. Like, get to the point. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to say to people, like, someone did this a couple weeks ago. They said, can I talk to you for five minutes? And then 35 minutes later, uh, I'm still in this conversation with them. Uh, And I don't want to be rude and say, it me? I don't want to be rude and say, hey, Father Duck, can you make an appointment? It was Father Duck. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, why, okay, this is just a little, I just have this question. Why do, um, how do I How do I put this? Why do, why do white people call their <laughs> priests Padre? What's going on there? Can we talk about that? Why do, what is, wh- what is this? I've never heard a white guy say, why do white people, you know, like, drink caramel macchiatos? A, you know, Padre, Padre means father in English and Italian, or excuse me, in Spanish and Italian. What is that? What is, what is that? There's a, fa- in Father Brown Mysteries, uh, on the TV show from BBC, hey, Padre. there's a, a local cop in the town and he refers to Father Brown as Padre because he's Anglican oh, and he doesn't want to call him Father. Something cultural. Yeah, maybe it's something cultural. You're still calling him Father. That's what Padre means. I have a buddy who calls me. He goes, hey, Padre. And he got it yeah, from his dad. He got it from his dad. Oh. Now, I, I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I, he, I think they're like trying to like maybe be more... Inclusive? Uh, no, Cross-cultural? I think maybe more uh, like informal. Oh, but they switching, and it gets. I prefer to be called Potter, <laughs> the Latin. Uh, anyway, start that, that. so it's not it's not really a pet peeve. It's just it's just fun, interesting. Oh. Um, my my last one is <clears throat> people who don't sing. What? Welcome to St. Francis Xavier. Please join us in our opening hymn, number you know number five seventy five. You know, Christ our Lord has risen today. So it's it's been announced. 
It's up. We have these, you know, song boards okay. up in front of the church. There's a book right in front of you. We actually say, please join us in the Blue Gather Hymnal. There's only one hymnal that's in English. <laughs> we have a Spanish one. We got an English one. <laughs> you got a 50% odds to pick up the right one. It's, I, I don't get it. Do you, do you ever do... It seems kind like, of selfish Do you me. walk by and like lift the book and hand it to the person? I don't. I usually just... When I'm walking in, I, I'm pretty... Or pissed. hand the book to somebody that's open and take the one in their pew? I'm, I'm trying to, I try to be focused. I just think... I really think... And I know people don't probably don't mean it this way. Mm-hmm. The, the, the story I tell myself, it, it, seems, it seems like selfish. Like, mm, I'll let everybody else sing. I don't really need to sing. Well, what's the purpose of singing at the liturgy? Is it that important? I would say. Oh, I mean, Sacrosanctum Concilium yeah. from the Second Vatican Council puts music uh, top up there with the things that are done at the liturgy. Yeah. So come on. Okay. This. Okay. You ready? This is. This used to happen uh, at. This a, is so fun. This happened at a parish where I lived, and they uh, people would bring over half-eaten cakes, or what's wrong? Just with, like what's wrong with half-eaten cakes? Well. I don't know where the cake has been. Oh, so it would be like a like is cake, it a germ thing? You're or it was like issue? food. It was like food from an event, and it would show up in our kitchen. Now, I do like it that people bring things over, and like this ga- this gal at Christ the King named Hannah used to bring over pies, and they were delicious. Mm-hmm. Now, I, okay, and people parishioners would bring over like, "Hey, Father, we made this tabbouleh for you all. Oh, really great! I love tabbouleh. We put it in the fridge and we'd eat it with chicken and stuff like that." But then. Like a bag, a mystery bag would show up. Just meat. And it was it was like drumsticks. Now, I don't know if these drumsticks had been sitting out all day or these drumsticks had um, been touched by everybody at Buffalo Wild Wings watching the Chicago Bears lose, and rightfully <laughs> so. I don't know what had happened. If, like, you know, if Jay had, you know, eaten a drumstick and then thrown it back into the pile mistakenly, and now it's You're German not a germ fest. guy, though. I'm not. You, I have, just, you have more than most people I know. You have like a low. I have a low, this is low. A, it's a germ point of disagreement in our house. I, I just, I wish you have low. Yeah, you. Have I know low. we don't get that. People don't just drop off cakes, but it's about to happen when the new rectory opens. Someone's gonna drop off a cake, and they're it's gonna drop gonna off like a cake a hand. In like in the morning, <laughs> and we're both all three of us are gonna be gone all day. Yeah, I don't know if like a like a neighborhood dog has been gnawing on skunk it. sitting on it. <laughs> So here's one. This has not happened yet, but I've heard this in other places. You know, when we we're building this new rectory and it's on the grounds, um, I, I'm going to try. You know, uh, as as we move in, that that the rectory is our it, it it's our home. Um, now we are priests and we are radically available, um, especially for emergencies. You know, mm-hmm. and at 24 hours a day, you call us and we're and we're coming. But. What I worry about a little bit is I think it might be the only downside to our new rectory, and that is that people will they'll go to the office, and you're, you're not at, I'm not at the office, and then they'll come to the rectory. But I got a fixed solution for that. You ready? What is this? Is it? How we're going to do this? They have this Bear stuff. Traps. No, no, oh. better. They have these um, these white string that has a little metal strip in it and you can put it on a little fence around the place and then you put a little solar panel there and it charges it up during the day and it runs electricity through it and no one will come over like it keeps cows out it'll keep humans out i promise you okay okay yeah basically rule of thumb is like don't pop by 
unannounced. The rectory. Yeah. The rectory is not a place of business. And so if I'm in if I'm in the office, then that then I'm I'm ready for business. But if I'm at the rectory, I'm there for a reason. You know, either to rest or need to get a lot of work done or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. You know what uh, something that annoys me is uh is when people throw pieces of paper at uh trash cans. Oh wait, that's you. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do that at home a lot. <laughs> you do. We're sitting on our couch and I drink like a yeah paper or a, like, like a, you rip a, something a, out of your newspaper, uh, like a new bottle, and I throw to... it across the room. At the I was track. a basketball player. I know, but those Nobody days are knows. over. Those days are over. All right, so let's recap. Don't leave mass early. Uh, you got to sing. Uh, don't call me Padre. Don't call me Padre. What is that? Don't call me Padre. Uh, uh, oh, don't ask. Don't ask. Do you remember my name? Just yeah, tell me your name. Yeah, just tell me your name. Uh, don't drop off half-eaten food over yes, the rectory yes. and think we'll, we're going to eat it. I will say one thing that I do uh, that is very helpful. And this will be our, uh, my last point here. In the confessional, that you know, when when there's like a long line, I always appreciate those people who who will say like, "Father, there's two more people in line," mm-hmm. or "There's five more people in line." Um, I always find that helpful because then you can kind of manage. You know, manage the line. Oh yeah, that's nice. A little bit better. I, so love, I, end, I love the people let's of God. End on a, oh, it's I so love. great. Being a priest is great, <laughs> and we love you. Don't hear this as complaining. Just hear it as these are ways that you can help us to be better priests. And Br- Father O'Brien loves to be hugged after mass. <laughs> <laughs> loves people surrounding him. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, no dear. way. That's not true. All right. Have a great week, everyone. God bless you. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Go, folks. <laughs> <laughs>